0: Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. 21 minutes after 6, good morning. In Russia, a Russian military plane carrying Ukrainian prisoners of war that were reportedly on their way to be swapped for Russian prisoners held by Ukraine crashed in the Belgorod area yesterday, killing all 74 people on board. Russia claims Ukrainian missiles were responsible and that Ukraine has thus killed its own soldiers. Ukraine says that's not true and that they suggest that the plane came down through mechanical failure. Roland Hendricks, a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning.
1: Good morning, Stephen.
0: This is the kind of thing in a war. You never get to the bottom of it. The countries involved will trade insults and accusations and it'll just make everything worse.
1: Yes, and th- that's part of the reality with um, a conflict such as this, where there's a lot of disinformation going around from both sides. It's not just the one-sided issue and also in, in amongst all of this, you find what actually happens and what actually happened, but, but part of this is to influence the way people think, and this is especially important in this war, because as much as it's a physical war, it's also a war of perception and trying to get as much support as possible, both from the domestic but also the external environment. Some of the
0: facts on the ground, as I understand it, do matter. So it happened about 50 kilometers from Ukrainian territory. In other words, it was 50 kilometers. The plane was 50 kilometers in Russia. So then one of the key questions is whether Ukraine has missiles that could take down a plane from that distance. Does it have missiles like that?
1: Yes, they have. Um, And they have sourced them from different countries around the world. They get a lot of support, of course. Um, And also there's been a lot of missile activity in the area, Um, Ukraine seems to be retaliating. Every time Russia fires at cities such as Kharkiv, they fire back, and Belgorod is close enough to be targeted, and it has been targeted quite a lot recently, um, in retaliation of Russian attacks on on cities in Ukraine. And um, so, yes, so it's quite possible. Um, The other dimension here is that Ukraine claims they were not informed as in the past that there would be a plane carrying prisoners of war. It seems to be pretty clear that there would have been an exchange of prisoners of war. Um, the last one we had was early January and and that I think was the biggest so far. So so there's a lot of activity and um, so the Russians may have been neglecting their responsibility or they may have done this on purpose trying to create another. Um, problem for Ukraine and making the Ukrainian defense forces and military look bad. So it's quite plausible that this may have happened.
0: It would also mean that Russian pilots and Russian soldiers would have been killed in this.
1: Well, we've seen that Russia has no qualms in um, literally offering people and equipment in in trying to achieve their objectives. There's definitely no issue with that.
0: Some Russian officials or politicians have claimed the missile that they say did this was a U.S.-made Patriot missile. Uh, The U.S., as I understand it, has said to Ukraine very strongly, you are not allowed to use equipment that we give you to attack Russia. But firing a U.S. Patriot missile 50 kilometers into Russian airspace would certainly be breaking that, wouldn't it?
1: Well, that depends. Um, It may not be used offensively. And we know that a lot of those restrictions have been changed over time. But if if Ukraine says that it was fired in self-defense, then it's quite acceptable because we know that they are bombarded daily and nightly with missiles from Russia. And that's the only means of defense against that. So so it becomes very difficult to distinguish between fact and fiction. Yeah, And I think what one must not try and do is to determine who's right and who's wrong. If this is true, it's a massive tragedy.
0: There's going to be many other things that happen. But in the meantime, it seems more and more likely that this war, I mean, when it started, people thought it could end quite quickly. We're now sort of 701 days into it or so. And it could last, I mean, we could not even be at the halfway point yet. It could last another two,
1: three years. Yes, now it's all the indications at this stage are that this war is becoming a static war and and that is to be expected to some extent, although it flies in the face of what, as you rightly say, what was expected early on. I mean, everyone thought Russia would just run over Ukraine within days. The Russians also thought so, and that hasn't happened. On the other hand, also the Ukrainian victory in the war and pushing Russia back is also not happened and is unlikely to happen soon at least, but but more and more unlikely to happen. So we seem to be approaching a stalemate that is going to require some kind of a political intervention.
0: Roland Henwood, thank you very much indeed. Commentator and political scientist at the University of Pretoria. really do appreciate the time this morning and, of course, that conflict now going on for a very, very long time.